Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to the Fully Submitted Podcast. I am your host, Mike Dillard. Okay, today is my birthday. Well, it was my birthday. It just now turned May 3rd. May 2nd is my birthday. Okay, so this year I turned 51. I know y'all thought I was like 25. You know, the Lord blessed me with those good genes. And you know black don't crack, but I'm actually 51 years old. Yes, God is good. God is good. And uh, man, I had a fantastic birthday. You know, my family, you know, reached out to me and, and, and friends and loved ones and whatnot. I mean, I had a great day. I cannot complain. It was a it was a wonderful day. And I'm so happy just to be alive. Now, I was... Uh, watching some movies actually no let me back up and give this a title let me give this a title um let's see this one's gonna be called throwing throwing the baby how do i even call this one lord i need some help i have a gift to name things but this one this this message is a, it's a very sensitive nature right so uh, this title, man, at the moment, I'm just going to say throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We'll see if that title sticks. Y'all know halfway and halfway during the message, I may, I may be like, this is the title Eureka. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's talk about this one. Scripture for this. Hold on a second, please. Hold on, please. I'm writing. Usually I don't write stuff down when I'm doing I'm doing these messages. You guys know it's live. It's a live and dynamic podcast, right? Wherever I get the message, that's where I spit it. You know, wherever the message comes up, that's where I'm putting it down. Um, tonight's a little bit different because there's some statistics uh, that I wanted to read off to you. And thus, I have a notepad. I'm sitting on my steps in the house. Um, probably when I'm done with this, I'm going to go out for a drive because I do that. I'll just go out at night and drive because I can, right? All right, so here we go. Here we go. Let's get it cracking. Let's get it cracking. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Okay, so the scripture says in Leviticus 18, verse 21, And thou shalt not let any of thy seed, that's thy children, and thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Molech. Neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Okay. So some of you may already know what this uh, podcast episode is going to be about. Just from that scripture that I read. Many of you will not. So I'll just, I'll just get at this. So Molech is... A false god, right? In in the Old Testament, there were child rich child sacrifice rituals, where these these parents would sacrifice their children at this particular type of altar in fire to this this fake phony god named Molech, right? Molech is still represented today, right? So if you see uh, a symbol of an owl, you know, Satan and his demons 
and the fallen angels, they like to put their stuff all over uh, like popular culture and whatnot. So, you know, if you're not in the know, then you won't understand like what's going on. Right. You'll just see these these images all over the place and they keep popping up in fashionable clothing and all types of stuff. And really, that's what it is. So for Molech, it's an owl, like the bird, an owl, O-W-L. So, you know, that's usually Molech. So you see these owls all over the place. Wait, what's this with the owls? How come there's owls on clothing and all types of stuff? Because that's Molech, right? It's Satan and his and his uh, uh, merry band of, of murdering angels and demons uh, bragging and putting stuff up in plain sight, right? But that's what that's about. It's about the murder of children, right? Murdering children in the fire uh, to this fake phony god named Molech, okay? And you're like, well, uh, this is 2021. I ain't never seen nobody, you know, throw a baby into a fiery pit for some god named Molech. I, I never seen that. Yeah, but what you have seen and is very commonplace now is abortions, right? This is a secret plot by Satan, right, to to wipe out. It's not just to murder uh, children. It's it's to it's literally to an, to annihilate an assignment from God. Do you understand this? I I particularly use the word annihilate because it means to cease to exist, right? This is different from using the word destroy. If you destroy something, then basically you have damaged something so much that it can no longer perform its original function. See, that's destroy. You can destroy something. It's still here, right? If you annihilate something, it ceases to exist. It is gone totally from existence. Those are two very, very different things, two very, very different outcomes. So in a war, you know, if somebody is damaged and it's a war, right? If they were somebody got shot, you know, that soldier can't go out and perform its original function. But guess what? It can still work. You know, it could take a grenade and throw it at the enemy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it can't, you know, that person can't move anymore. But guess what? They can stand there and they can, you know, they could shoot a rifle and steal from the ground. They could, you know, throw a landmine or something. They could transmit a message, something, right? They still exist. They just cannot perform their original function, but they still exist. You know, this is almost like a science fiction movie, like where people go back in time. We're going to go back in time and we're going to, you know, we're going to remove Adolf Hitler from the time stream. I actually saw a really cool sci-fi movie. I don't remember the name of it. But it was a Christian sci-fi movie, and in this movie, uh, the devil, uh, somebody created like time travel technology, and the government got a hold of it. And since the government got a hold of it, obviously de the devil had a hold of it, and they they went back in time to like kill Jesus, right? That was that. Wow, that was Satan's plot. You can go back in time, and we're going to kill Jesus. We're going to murder Jesus, right before he goes on the cross. And and they went back with guns, like modern day weapons, and they actually killed Jesus, right? 
like right right when the soldiers came to take him uh you know to the to the cross right they murdered him they shot him with a gun i mean it was it was interesting it was really interesting how they did it and you know the christians I, i'm not i will get back to my original point but in this movie like the christians was like freaking out like no how could that happen like He's God. How could it happen? I mean, you have to watch this movie and then you see the way God like still in that movie showed like he was sovereign. It was like you thought you killed me, but you really didn't kill me. I'm still sovereign. I still allow I allowed you to do that. And I'm still the master of space and time. I mean, it was dope. But my point is, this: like if you could go back in time and let's say with Adolf Hitler and say, you know, I'm going to prevent that Holocaust, which many people say never happened, by the way. I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to prevent the Holocaust of, of the Jews by murdering Adolf Hitler or, or we're going to murder his mom while she was pregnant with Adolf Hitler. Right. Then, you know, all those millions and millions and millions of Jews uh, of Jewish people that uh, Adolf Hitler murdered. Right. They would still be alive. Like history would be totally different. You understand that? Understand that history would be totally different. Adolf Hitler just would have ceased to exist. You, you know, I mean, that's what we're talking about. It's like if you annihilate something, it, it ceases to exist. It's no longer here. It's just it's gone. Right. But this is what Satan is really after. Right. With abortion. So that's <clears throat> what the simplest way for Satan to get people to do certain things it's to popularize it, right? You, you you normalize it, you popularize it, you make it like an everyday thing, right? So, you know, the term is used abortion. You know, it doesn't say child murder, which is what it is. It's inf infanticide, right? You're, you're murdering infants in the womb. You know, you're murdering infants in the womb. And there is a, there is a, Christian uh, evangelist, his name is Ray Comfort. I love Ray Comfort, right? Ray Comfort, by the way, is also uh, of the Jewish people, right? He, he is a Jew, right? Amazing, amazing evangelist. This guy, I love this guy. But one thing he always says is, like, when he's asking people questions on the street about abortion, and he'll say, well, you know, tell me when is it okay to murder a baby in the womb? And, you know, the people are like, what? It's never okay to murder a baby in the womb. It's a baby, right? You see them. And he's like, but but you you said you were okay with abortion. And they're like, oh, you know, now that you put it like that, I, I hadn't really looked at it like that. Why? Well, number one, what Satan has done is got people to look at a child in the womb as not a real child. People say it's an it. It, it. It's an it. What are you gonna do with it? Oh, you're you're a young woman. Oh, you were raped. Oh, you know you had the baby and you weren't ready. What do you you know you got pregnant? You weren't ready. What are you gonna do with it? How are you gonna take care of it? Right? You know what? You should get rid of it. Have an abortion. Get rid of it. See, abortion sounds so much nicer than murdering a child in the womb. Right. Ray Comfort also says, you know, a, a womb is supposed to be the safest place on earth for a child. 
You know, that, that child is protected, it's safe, it's getting love and, and nurture in the womb. And, you know, Satan has devised such a wicked scheme to murder children in their mother's own womb. It's not just a womb, it is their mother's womb. Do you understand this? How demonic this is, right? But, oh, it's, it's, it's an abortion, right? People just get so used to hearing a certain term after a while, they don't even think about it. They just do it, right? Why is this even an option in today's culture? Hey, let me murder my child. You know, I, I, life is, you know, and people, he asked people, well, when, when would it be okay? To murder a child and a woman. Actually, there was a few people and some of them said, oh, you know, I guess if uh, a woman was raped. And he's like, so if a woman is raped, it's OK to murder that baby in the womb. Did that? It's a baby. The baby had no say in the matter. Why would you, you know, murder the baby, you know, to punish the, the rapist father? And then Satan always gives people these little catchphrases. Right. So people's. Uh, it's like their morality or, or their conscience is kind of dulled out because they're hiding behind this particular catchphrase, right? Which minimizes what they're doing. Because if they actually said what it really was, they wouldn't be able to go through with it, right? So, oh, well, you know, it's a tricky situation. And, uh, you know, it's every situation is different. It's a tricky situation. You know, every woman has a choice. It's the woman's body. It's her choice. It's her prerogative. But then when you point blank ask those women, like, listen, you're murdering a baby in the womb. Why is that saying? Why is why is that OK? All of a sudden, <clears throat> and not all of them, but many women, when faced with the horror of what they're actually committing to do. They won't go through with it now because the words have been changed. Satan is a master at changing the narrative. That's the title. See, I told y'all that title was probably not going to last. Changing the narrative. That's what Satan does. That's he's a master at that. Right. And we see he did that in the garden. You know, the Lord told Adam and Eve very specifically what they could do and what they could not do. Right. And when Satan questioned Eve, you know, and tempted her with that 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 fruit, we say it was an apple, but it doesn't say it was an apple. It was a fruit. Right. That forbidden fruit. He changed the narrative on her. Right. He, he twisted God's words around. So it kind of seemed like he was saying the same thing, but it meant something totally different. That's what he does. He changes the narrative and he makes it more palatable or acceptable for humans to do what they really want to do. See, God's God's laws are very specific. God's words are very specific. So, you know, God didn't say thou shalt not abort. He said thou shalt not kill. Right. We're not going to sugarcoat things. God doesn't sugarcoat things. He says it what it is. Right. Thou shalt not kill. Yes. Hello. But Satan doesn't do that because he understands how humans minds work. Right. They have a conscience 
And whether people want to think about their conscience or not, that conscience is live and direct. It's full effect, baby. Right. God put the conscience in there for a reason. Right. It lets you know between what is right and what is wrong. Even if you can't explain it scientifically, it doesn't matter. Right. Your conscience is going to be flaring up like, hey, don't do this. I shouldn't do this. This is wrong. But Satan has these terms and he gets people to accept it. Right. Oh, it's we'll abort it. We'll abort the fetus. Right. We'll get rid of it. Right. Man, but if 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 these people would say what it really was, which is murdering, hey, you know what? I was raped. And this is a sensitive subject. I'm a man. I'm not a woman. I've never uh, been in a position where I had to carry a child for nine months, um, where, I, where I was raped or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has never happened to me. And this is why Satan does this. He plays on the sentimentality of his victims, these women, right? These unsuspecting uh, victims, which is the women. Right. If, if a woman is raped and it's like, oh, my gosh, she was raped, you know, now she's pregnant. And some of you listening may have been this person. And, and please forgive me if, I, if, I'm not, if I'm not applying the proper amount of 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 um, compassion here. Right. I, I mean, no harm in this. But my point is this. Right. If a woman was raped and now she's pregnant. Right. The thought occurs to her, I, I might abort, I'm going to abort this child, right? Because it's a popular thing to do in America. It's an accepted practice around the world, aborted. But if you was to ask that woman or if she thought, you know, what? oh, I was raped. You know what? I'm pregnant. I have a baby. You know what? It's not fair to me. I was raped. I didn't, I didn't ask for a baby. I'm going to murder my baby. I'm going to go down to the murder clinic, the baby murder clinic, and I'm going to murder my baby. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do because I didn't deserve to be raped. And thus, I'm going to murder my baby. Uh, I'm going to murder my baby tomorrow. She wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it. Right. She wouldn't be able to justify doing that. It's, that's another thing. Right. It's personalizing it. It's her baby. It's her baby. Again, the child is being murdered in its in in his or her mother's own womb, it's her baby. If if but if but if but if if a woman would, in that particular situation or whatever situation a woman would find herself in, to where she would justify murdering her own baby in her own womb, if she looked at it like that, that one, it's murder of a baby. Two. It's not just murder of a baby. It's murder of her baby. So this message today, I mean, it's going out to everybody. But really, as you know, as society likes to point out, it's a woman's choice. It's a woman's prerogative. That is what they say in this day. It's a woman's choice. You know, the father be darned, family be darned, baby be darned. It's the woman's choice. And I'm going to say this. It's a selfish choice. Right. And some of you are not going to like that. You may not like Brother Mike after this. And that's OK. I can deal with that. You won't be the first. You won't be the last. OK. I can deal with that. But it's a selfish choice. Right. You, you have to understand what you are, women. Right. Society wants to make you think that you're so less 
than, right? You're less than. That's just, everywhere you look, that's what society indicates. But but we read in the scripture, you see that there's enmity between Satan and the woman. Why? Because Jesus came out of a woman. He he, you know, Jesus came out of a woman. So Satan has always hated women, he hated women, right? And then when you look at the curse that fell upon Adam and Eve after they sinned, right? There was a very particular, um, a very particular part of that curse that was for women. And this is why, right? This is why women are so marginalized is those two things. But what I want to focus on right now is Satan's hatred or his venom against women, right? He hates women. He loathes them because women create or deliver children. They don't create women. A man and a woman create. You know, they come together and they have sex. And from sex, you know, the biology of it, a child is produced in the womb. But it is up to the Most High God to give that child life or not. Right. To put breath in the child. People just want to leave God out of the equation. It's like, hey, we're baby making machines. Now, it's just not that simple. There is the biology to it. But every human life, you know, is intentional, whether people intended to do it or not. It is intentional in that the child is here and the Lord God Almighty gave that child breath. See, so there's no, if, if a child made it here, that child is supposed to be here. That means that child has a purpose. That child has an assignment from God. That child has a mission. There are people that that child is meant to affect and to influence and help, right? So <laughs> what's the best way to destroy an enemy army? You know what? destroy them, annihilate them before they're even born, right? It's, I always say it's much easier to, you know, to do certain things with a child than it is with a full-grown adult. Oh, you want to you wanna, you wanna take advantage of somebody? Okay, it's so much easier to take. You can take advantage of a little kid, but a full-grown adult, you know, uh, yeah, good luck with that. And especially if that person is a warrior and they're trained and they know hand-to-hand -hand combat and experts with knives and weapons and you know it's super hard super hard to kill and christians are super hard to kill why because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal <laughs> the bible says they are mighty through god to the power of pulling down strongholds casting down vain imaginations and every high thing that would exalt itself above the knowledge of the most high god see satan he doesn't want to deal with the christians not that he's afraid of the christians but christians can and have been thwarting his plans for many years, right? We have weapons from God. We can call on the real God while he's posing like a God and his his troops are posing like gods, like uh, Molech, right? They're not gods, right? When the real God gets on the scene, guess what? The enemy flees. The Bible says that the demons believe in, in, in Jesus and they tremble, right? <laughs> they tremble, because he really is God. We see the account, you know, with when we they had in the Bible about Legion, right? The and and the the demons got cast out of the man. They said, We are Legion, for we are many, right? 
and they, they beg permission from Jesus. Let us go. We adjure thee. Let us go into the pigs. Right. And they asked him before that, you know, have you come? Is, is, is it time? Have you come? Like, have you come to throw us into hell? That's what they're saying. They're terrified of Jesus because they know who he is and what he can do. Right. Humans may act like Jesus ain't nothing and nobody, but Satan and all of his fallen angels and all the demons, they all know what's up. They know do not mess with Jesus. They're scared of him. Jesus comes, they flee, right? So they wanted to get away from him. They went into the pigs and then the pigs ran into the water, right? Jesus is no joke. He's no, he's no joke. So anyway, think about this, right? The best way for Satan to not have to deal with Heavenly weapons, which really are superior weapons of mass destruction. Remember, this is a war that's going on. This podcast, I'm talking to mature Christians. There is a war that is going on and it's ramping up. Right. So the best thing for Satan to do is, you know what? Just annihilate the Christian altogether. Then I don't have to deal with a fully grown Christian that submitted to the to the Lord. Right. Who's walking in the fullness of the Holy Spirit with the anointing and all the different ways the anointing and the gifts of the Spirit manifest themselves? Oh, no, 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 no. How do I get rid of these Christians? Oh, you know what? We're just going to put a new name on it. We're not going to call it, you know, throwing the children into the fire to Molech. We'll call it abortion. Yeah, that's a nice ring. Abortion. Mm -hmm. Yes. And now it's all changed. And now it's an acceptable practice to murder babies in the womb. Abortion. It is Satan's secret sinister plan to annihilate. Not just Christians, right, but their mission. You understand? Look at this. Think about Moses. Moses led out over a million people. What if Moses' parents decided, because in, in this documentary, 180, from Living Waters Ministry, Ray Comfort, that's where they're talking to people about abortions. It's called 180. You can go on and watch it on YouTube for free, right? You, got, you can actually even get the DVD for free, right? Um, very, very powerful documentary. It's only 33 minutes and like 31 seconds, right? But so powerful. But anyway, think about this. Moses let out over one million people. Moses, right? What if his parents decided to kill him because, you know, life was going to be difficult for him? That's what some people said in 180. Well, it's okay to abort a child. You know, if you know that that child's quality of life is going to be really hard, then it's okay to abort the child. And Ray Comfort was like, you're telling me it's okay to murder a baby in a womb? Because that baby is going to have a hard life. It's okay to murder that baby. And I was like, oh, now that you put it like that, well, uh, maybe not. You know, most of them were like, maybe not. Some others were still like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Right? People, what can you say? But anyway, if Moses had been aborted, right? You think about, you know, that, that whole exodus wouldn't have happened. Now, I know some of you are like, well, that's not possible because God's hand was on Moses. He, you know what I'm saying? Many other children was dying. But hypothetically speaking, what if the parents had killed Moses? 
Moses, Moses had a very specific assignment. Nobody else was, no one else was called to do Moses's <coughs> assignment. You understand that? Moses grew up in the house of Pharaoh. He, he grew up in the house of Pharaoh. So it was almost like he was going to be a Pharaoh one day, right? He was raised by Pharaoh's daughter. There was nobody else on the entire planet that, that God could have used to do what Moses did. Only Moses could have done that. If Satan could have destroyed Moses, if Satan could have annihilated Moses from existence altogether. Wow. How would that have changed the world today that we live in? Right. And, and let's let's look at me. I'm just one person. Right. But God has used me and is using me to touch people's lives all over the world. I'm just one person. And I barely have a big platform. I, I don't have a big platform yet. Right. I'm just one person. But what if what if I had been annihilated? I, my mother told me before, like people was telling her when she got pregnant, she got pregnant with my sister at 16. She got pregnant with me when she was 20. People had told her, you know, abort the child talking about me abort that child my mother said absolutely not this is my baby no right my mom was firm on that she said no i wouldn't be here today if my mother was one of these women that accepted that belief or you know that habit it's okay i can just you know i can just murder my child because it's a tricky situation and, you know, it's my prerogative to do so. I wouldn't be here today. You know, I wouldn't have celebrated my 51st birthday with with family and friends. You know, the children that I have, they would not exist. Boop. He would have just blinked me right out of existence. And all the things that the Lord has for me to do on this world, which is coming very soon. Yeah, I don't see it. Right. It would have all just been blinked out of existence. Listen to these stats. <clears throat> Globally, between 2015 and 2019, there were 73.3 million abortions. That was 73.3 million babies that were murdered in their mother's own wombs. 73.3 million. Now, I live... I live in Hawaii. We all know this. Do you know how many people are in Hawaii in 2020? 1,455,271. Did you get that? There's basically 1.4 million people in my entire state. Globally, over a four-year period, there were 73.3 million babies murdered in their mother's own wombs. That's like 70. That's like annihilating, taking the state of Hawaii. If you can multiply it 70 times, it's like they just dropped a nuclear weapon and just annihilated. Poof. Or if you take how many states or I don't know what country you live in, but do the math. I just want you to honestly, really even if you pause this and just Google it, or if you, you, you think about it after the fact, Google it, please. 73.3 million in your country. How many people is that taking? You know, it, it may take out half the country. 
a third of the country. Or if you're uh, how many states in America would that wipe out? It literally is a holocaust. It's like a nuclear holocaust. Poof, it just, you know, gone. Gone. So globally, that works out to 64 per 1,000. So for every 1,000 children, globally, there were 64 children murdered. Right? No, excuse me. For every 1,000 children, 64 of those children were murdered. That's the stat. Globally. Globally. In America alone, in 2018, and these were just the abortions or the child murders, the baby murders. I'm going to stop saying abortion, and I'm just going to say baby murder for this entire thing. If you can't take it, sorry. It's the truth. We're going to call that thing what it is. In 2018, there were 614,000 820 babies that were murdered in their mother's own womb. And those were only the ones that were reported. That were reported, right? And that was basically out of every 1,000 babies, 189 of those babies were murdered in their mother's own womb. That's in America alone. And it's interesting to note, America is submitting almost half of those numbers, almost half of the global numbers for murdering babies in their mother's own womb comes from the United States for shame, America, right? America has popularized these things, right? I mean, this is, that's what America does. In many ways, America is great. And in many ways, America is just, it's just horrible. The, the amounts of sin that this country puts out to the to the rest of the world is just is so ungodly so ungodly but i'm not grateful i'm 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 grateful to live in america there's many things good things about america but there are many evil things that america does and it leads the world in many many wicked practices unfortunately okay and i would be remiss if i didn't say that so <clears throat> there we have it right there right this is how Satan has changed the narrative. Instead of throwing children in a fire, fiery altar to a fake phony God named Molech, now he's given it a, a sterile name that's not going to trigger your conscience initially. You know, abortion. Instead of calling it murdering a baby, a baby in, in the mother's own womb, right? Horrible, horrible practice. So please, sisters, right? This message is, is more pointed towards you than everybody else, right? Because again, you know, it is your body. You are carrying that baby. And whatever situation you find yourself in, guess what? You know what? You could always have the child and then... You know, place that baby in an adoption agency. If, if you know, if, if you just say, you know, there's just no way I'm going to raise this child. No, no, no. You know, OK. But don't murder that baby. You know, that baby could could be a Moses. You just never know. That baby could be somebody like me that's going to touch people all around the world. You, you, you never know. You never know. And, you know, on that note.
for you sisters that have aborted children, you know, that you you allowed yourself for whatever reason to murder your child in your own womb. I'm not going to sugarcoat that term for you or anybody else. OK, because we need to understand what really took place. You know, the Lord will forgive you for that. Right. The Lord will forgive you for that. It's not like Jesus is sitting up mad and like, oh, you murdered your child in your womb. You know, I'm never going to forgive you. You're such a horrible person. That's not how Jesus looks at it at all. Right. Was it sin? It was sin. Right. Jesus is never complicit to our sin. He understands why we make the choices that we make and he forgives us. And he doesn't love us any less. He loves you, sisters. He loves you. Okay. So I just want you to understand that, you know, you are loved and be encouraged. If you did go through that for whatever reason, you know, the Lord forgave you, you know, and many times women don't forgive themselves. And I've heard it again. I'm not a woman, but I've heard it that women who have gone through with that practice, they never forget it. And they carry it with them their entire lives. And it's just such a, a, a difficult thing to get through. You know, the Lord can help you with that. Okay. And, and if you are a sister and you're thinking about, you know, murdering your baby in your own womb, I would encourage you, please do not do that. Right. The Lord created that baby in your womb. Right. There was the biology of it, but in some type of way that we don't really understand the Lord still, he has a part to play in creating that child and what gifts are going to go into that child and the personality and the temperament and everything. And again, that child has his or her own mission, right? And, and think about this. Look at this word. This never even occurred to me before. It just occurred to me. Abort, like, yeah, you abort. It's it's a military term, right? I've got to, let me pull up this dictionary right quick. Well, give me a second, y'all. But I know, you know, if something is not, if a mission is going to be a failure or it's not going to work, then you abort the mission. Abort the mission. Abort, abort. Right? To terminate a procedure prematurely. The pilot decided to abort due to mechanical difficulties. But now that that's been applied to children, we're going to abort that. Right. And really, what is, is Satan aborting the plan of God for for that child? Abort, 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 abort. This child is coming into this world with spiritual gifts and spiritual weapons that could potentially decimate my forces. Abort that child. Abort that mission from God. Abort it. That's the heart of abortion. That is what is at the heart of abortion. And Satan is no. I mean, Satan is a fool because he keeps thinking that he can beat God. So in that sense, he is a fool. But Satan is smart, though. He is intelligent. He also understands what words mean. So it's not a coincidence that he used that terminology, abortion, abort, okay? Please do not abort your child's mission in this world from God, okay? And that's it. Like I said, today, 
And this was a very uh, sensitive uh, message, right? But it, but we must talk about it. The body of Christ, the mature body of Christ, we must talk about these things. And we cannot sugarcoat these things. Because if we keep sugarcoating it, guess what? It's going to keep happening, right? But if we speak the truth and we call that thing what it is, a sin, and murdering a baby, right, in his or her mother's own womb, we can help save lives, okay? Decide to save a life today. And mom, thank you so much for deciding to not murder me in your own womb. Thank you so much for not for, for deciding to not murder my sister and my brother in your own womb. You decided that you was going to keep all of us no matter what. And you raised us and you did a an amazing job of raising us. I love you, mom. And on my birthday, I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, letting me live. Thank you so much. And on that note, we're going to close out. Okay, so always remember, submit yourself unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.